Welcome to Steadfast Hope. I'm Stephen Lawson, president of One Passion Ministries. And four times a week, I teach through a portion of scripture to encourage you in your Christian walk. Join me now for this brief devotion in God's Word. Well, thank you for joining us here at Steadfast Hope. I'm Steve Lawson, joined by Kent Stainback, and we're coming to you from Dallas, Texas, uh, home of the Dallas Cowboys and, uh, and Herb's house. So, um, I want you to take your Bible. We've got a great devotion this morning. Five minutes we're going to look at it. Five minutes we're going to talk about it. It's John 15, verse 7, and the title of this devotion is Answered Prayer. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. Kent, this is a very positive verse, because I think we all want to have our prayers answered, don't we? And we need to be reminded that God is a prayer-hearing, prayer-answering God. Uh, God delights in answering our prayers. God is not... um, wanting to withhold answers to prayer from us. Um, He wants us to come to Him with our petitions, and this verse is a great reminder of that. So, he begins with two conditions here for having our prayers answered, and it's not the only two conditions that are mentioned in the Bible, but they are two very important uh, conditions. And he begins, here's the first one, he says, if you abide in me. And so, what that tells us is we need to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Um, God has made no commitment to answer the prayers of unbelievers. Um, The only prayer God will answer of the unbeliever is the prayer uh, to ask for forgiveness of sin and to be converted to Christ. And so, He says, if you abide in Me, and that tells us that we need to have this uh, resting, relying upon relationship with Jesus Christ. If you abide in me, and now here's the second condition, and my words abide in you. So, there's this mutual abiding. We abide in Christ. Christ's words abide in us. And to be a Christian at the moment of entrance into the kingdom of heaven, His words have to abide in us. We have to know what the gospel is in order to be saved. And throughout the rest of our Christian life, It's really marked by a growing knowledge of His Word and His Word uh, abiding in us. And when it says His Word to abide in us, that means we need to give entrance for His Word to dwell within us. Um, I think of Colossians 3 verse 16 that says, let the Word of Christ richly dwell within you, meaning take up residence in us. And I think the picture here is that God's Word needs to to set up its its home in our heart. In other words, not walk in the front door and then out the back door. Uh, It it needs to come into our life and stay in our life uh, and stick to our life and, and really dominate our life and guide and direct our life. And that really begins to reveal to us how to pray and for what to pray. So he says, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. That's very encouraging. Uh, The glass is half full here, not half empty. And when he says, ask whatever you wish, the idea is, is whatever lines up with 
Christ's word in us. So we're to pray for those things that for Christ to build his church, extend his kingdom, for his character to be being produced in us. And as we make requests for the word of God to to run swiftly, for Christ to build his church, he says it will be done for you. And so these are not necessarily what we might call selfish requests. These are Christ honoring, Christ glorifying requests. Now, we are to bring the needs that we have to the Lord in prayer. And God desires to care for us as a father would care for his children. Um, This is so important that in John 14 and verse 13, Jesus said, Whatever you ask in my name, that will I do so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. And then later in John 15, 16, he, he, he says, Whatever you ask of the Father in my name, he may give to you. And then in John 16, verse 23, he says, If you ask the Father for anything in my name, he will give it to you. And so, Kent, this is four specific major passages in this upper room discourse in which Jesus says, ask, and, and it will be given to you. So, this is, I think, uh, an important reminder to me, to you, to everyone who's watching. We need to bring our request to the Lord and, and ask Him uh, to do for us and in us that which is necessary for us to be used in God's work here upon the earth. So, Kent, let's, let's talk about this. We need to talk about this. Yeah, it's a great, obviously a monumental verse in the Bible, and I think there's, it brings up some questions, and, and I think some of us may be thinking, um, okay, I've read my Bible, and, but I haven't, maybe haven't read it as much as I should, but I read a little bit, and I've confessed my sins. Maybe mm-hmm. you haven't confessed every single sin. I, I probably miss some. I'm not, not doing maybe as much as I should. Is, is, is that the attitude then? If I haven't done as much as I should or could or I've missed something, then <laughs> this formula is not working. See, I, I think that some of us may try to put this in a formula. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's the question. Yeah. Generally speaking, abide in me and me and you, how, what level of that is it? Is it an 8 out of a 10, a 5 out of a 10? How much, what is he talking about here? Because I know we all realize we're not perfect and we make mistakes and we're sinners. Yeah, no, you put your finger on the live nerve there at the, at the very end. None of us are perfect. And so if we, if we had to confess every sin we've ever committed before God would answer our prayers, uh-huh. I mean, we, we would never, we couldn't even be saved, right. much less have our prayers answered as Christians. Sure. Um, and if we had to live in full obedience, perfect obedience, then we'd never have our prayers answered. Mm-hmm. And so we need to realize uh, the grace of God mm-hmm. in our life and that we are engaged in pursuing a relationship with the Lord um, and that, that, that we are mindful that the Lord knows that we're but dust. He knows our frame is weak. That, that that's a part of why we even need to pray. It's because we don't have our act completely together. And because we don't have the capacity within ourselves right. to do everything he wants us to do. Right. 
So that's the very reason why we need to pray and seek the Lord's help because we're not all that we ought to be. We're not where we need to be. And the, the Apostle Paul, remember in Philippians 3, talks about, I, 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 I've not yet arrived. Yeah. And so nevertheless, he prays. Mm-hmm. So Kent, you, you've, you've asked a good question and I think we should be encouraged, not on a guilt trip, we should be encouraged to pray to the Lord who knows what we need. Yeah. 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 And I think as a follow-up, this 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 little phrase, whatever you wish, really jumps out at <laughs> us, doesn't it? I mean, yeah. we read through the Bible and, and it says here, ask whatever you wish, and we have so much in the prosperity gospel, and we have so much going on and 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 you know, we want things in our sinful nature. Yeah. And you mentioned this briefly, but there are a lot of things I wish I could have, right? <laughs> yeah. I'd be able to shoot par golf again, whatever it is. Yeah. What does this mean exactly? And I know you touched on it, but I think people yeah. people want to know a little bit more because we got a big wish list. <laughs> but what's what's he saying? Yeah, here? yeah. No, I got it. I got it. What he is saying here is that when whatever you wish, he's not talking about our greeds. He's talking about our needs. Mm-hmm. And our needs might be a little less than what uh, we might initially think. Yeah. Um, and, and the Lord does give us more than what we need, mm-hmm. quite frankly, and he is, a, our cup overflows. Mm-hmm. Surely goodness and mercy will follow us all the days of our life. But we, we need to be guarded that we, we're not asking for things on an ongoing basis that far exceed, you know, what we really need uh, to do God's will and to do God's work. Um, we, we need to um, be focused on those things that glorify God, mm-hmm. that expand the work of Christ, that enable me to pursue holiness. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think the word is priority. We need to pray for those priorities mm-hmm. in our life that, uh, that honor the Lord. And I, I think the Lord delights in just causing our cup to overflow as we are in pursuit of these things that glorify Him. But if our primary goal is just well, whatever I wish, yeah. um, I know as a father myself, then that is cause for me to really to, to, to hold back. Mm-hmm. So um, the Lord has to work this out on an individual basis with each and every one of us. And we're not all in the same place in life. And, and um, we, we just need to let God be God in our individual lives in this. So, thank you for joining us today for Steadfast Hope. Uh, My final word of encouragement to you is pray. Uh, Pray when you feel like it. Pray when you don't feel like it. Pray without ceasing. Be always in prayer, bringing your needs to the Lord, and He will answer your prayers. Well, God bless you. I look forward to the next opportunity to visit with you here at Steadfast Hope. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Steadfast Hope. If this was helpful to your Christian walk, please leave us a review wherever you listen to this show. And if you want to connect on social media, I can be found at Dr. Stephen J. Lawson or at One Passion Ministries. Thank you for listening. And I hope you will join me again for the next episode of Steadfast Hope.